0: Just go to indeed.com slash hack it out right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash hack it out. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back to
1: the Hacking Out Golf Podcast, myself, Mark Crossroad, Lou Stagner, and today we're talking about Rory McIlroy's win. He's back, he's in the winning circle. Did he ever go away? I know Rory's a big fan, so uh, I'm expecting cheers of joy from Lou in today's podcast. Well, Lou, Rory winning. It's good for everyone, isn't it? I know you're happy because you are maybe Rory's number one fan.
0: Who doesn't love Rory? Uh, he is just it is a, a bit like that. Isn't it? Yeah. I mean, he is a, just as a likable guy, no matter what he does. Um, and everybody loves Rory. So it's great to see him in the winner's circle again, win number 20, which is pretty amazing. Yeah. I saw 20, that 20th win. 20th win. Not too many people. I think it, uh, I saw something somewhere 39th player that uh, has won 20 times on the PGA tour, which is a a pretty small field, especially when you consider there's a bunch of them from the, you know, bygone days that were, that racked up a lot of wins against pretty weak fields, but we won't, (laughs) we won't go there. (laughs) That's
1: all. Yeah. I like that kind of worms. So it was the CJ cup. He won, he was 25 under and then Colin, uh, Morikawa was 24. Uh, is it Keith Mitchell? It is Keith Mitchell, isn't it? it was 22 under Tideford with Ricky Fowler as well. It was great to see Ricky Fowler and um and um McElroy out, I think, in the last group together, weren't they? Which yeah, they is were, like,
0: you know, yeah. old school times, isn't it? Great yeah. to see Ricky back. You know, I, I was um, uh, I love Rory, uh, I like everyone. At one point, I think I tweeted out. Uh, Rory and Ricky were tied for the lead and maybe Morikawa was up there um, within one shot or maybe tied as well. And I, I'm a big fan of all three of those guys. Um, so it was hard to root against any one of them. Um, I love Rory, but I was kind of, I was pulling for Ricky to be honest. I, I wanted to see Ricky. Oh, were you? And, oh, yeah, yeah, because he's he's struggled so much. Um yeah. he's been you know he's been in in a slump for a little bit of time. So I really wanted to see him pull one out. But I, I think finishing uh, third place, or tie tie for third? Um, I think that tie for third. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that'll, um, you know, j- jumpstart him and, and and get him back to playing like he was, because I think Ricky's great, too. He's, he's amazing for the game as well. So it's nice to see him back up at the top of the leaderboard.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think Ricky Fowler on and in leaderboards and contention is just great for golf. He's one of those personalities that does bring spectators and a slightly more diverse spectator package as well i think will watch ricky you know keith mitchell not taking anything away from him he's a great player but i'm not sure how many non or kind of sofa golfers are tuning in maybe for keith as much as someone like ricky not to take away obviously from Keith's brilliant play. Um, so Rory winning, obviously a great score. 25 under. Um, PJ taught. Do we need to talk about the score? Because what was quite interesting, I didn't see that many people reference in the score because Rory and Ricky headlines then takes away a little bit from that kind of you know, oh, it's too easy, 25 under and all these of, you know, the 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 maybe not so I don't know what to call. Let's let's move on from that. But you know what I mean? It with the twenty five under was not maybe. I don't know if you saw it referenced as much. Maybe it's like Rory takes that heat off a little bit.
0: Yeah, that's a yeah, that's an interesting point. I did see some chatter uh, online about the score and it's too low and it's too easy and. We need to roll back and people need to start stuffing their own featheries again and playing with, you know, trees they cut down in their yard uh, to make golf the way it should be, um, which is, you know, people have that opinion and that that's fine. Um, I have no problem with uh, Rory being 25 under. Um, I mean, it's. No, I don't. It's par seventy two. It doesn't mean anything, yeah. does
1: it? It doesn't really mean anything, does it? He was one ahead of the next is really. What I saw. Colin, Colin Morikawa shot ten under on round four.
0: Uh, yeah, a six put a smooth sixty two on the board. That's a pretty. He's a pretty good player, if you hadn't noticed.
1: That must have been really boring to watch someone shooting ten under. I guess. Yeah, that it is. It's rubbish. horrible. I reckon yeah. I, if I was watching that, I, I'm switching this off. Ten I under. Would,
0: yeah, I would That's probably run, oh, Why
1: would I want to watch someone? like It'd be like someone serving a whole set of aces, one, you know, never done, or even a whole game of aces. Oh, I'm turning this off. I don't want to watch something that doesn't happen very often, happen in a sport. 10-under, <laughs> 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 that is amazing. And T. Gooch, well, I don't know what his first Taylor name is. Taylor Gooch. He also shot 10-under on, yeah, um, yeah. on the final day. And Grillo shot 11-under on the final day
0: is uh, yeah uh, emiliano put, put a yeah. 61 on the board so yeah i'm pretty sure he was 29 on the on the backside um they i think they Brilliant. at one point yeah, they showed him yeah pretty pretty, pretty pretty well, solid <clears throat> he had yeah. two like, Again, he eagled much. both the par 5s uh, Must have been uh, so bad to watch that. That would have been boring. It's no fun. I think, really. it's, it's no fun. I. <laughs> I mean, I. I enjoy. I enjoy both ends of the spectrum. I enjoy watching the best players in the world whether they're shooting 25 under or whether the winner's five over. I enjoy seeing good golf shots because I can put into context, the difference between them playing at a golf course, that's easier and them playing at a difficult golf course and 30 mile yes. per hour wins. So, yeah. you know, I enjoy watching good golf shots, no matter what. So um, yeah, it's, I it, agree. it's fun to me, uh, but yeah, yeah having uh, eagling both par fives on the, I'm curious how often that's happened. I'll have to I'll have to look that up to see how often somebody too too often some
1: say too
0: (laughs) (laughs) some do say too often Um, I don't know that that's true but I'm curious as to how often (laughs) that's happened
1: Speaking of two
0: eagles we got to talk about this. We got to talk you about You haven't
1: this. gone to that hole in one and old irons, have you? Is that what you're now? Like, I've still got other questions and you're just spearing this back to your old goal. Yeah, ev- everything we do Come needs on. to
0: be helping my game or talking about don't my game. You need any help. Big... You had a hole in one. You can't do any better. <laughs> I than did. That. So I, I jarred one, which was talk pretty cool. Talk us through it. Talk us through it. Um, it was a hundred and forty-four yard nine iron, and um, I. Where did, was the wind? Uh, I was a little into and off the left,
1: but not much. Left
0: pretty, pretty, pretty quiet. Um, t- a tough pin, um, and I did not hit it at the at the pin on intentionally. It was probably a four or five yard push. I hit it really well, um, and we didn't get to see it go in. So the guy that I was playing with happened to be my boss in my day job, and shout out to Dwayne. And we got up to the green and, and I started, I didn't see it. And I thought oh, it must've went over. Um, it was hard with the glare. So I started to look behind the green uh, and there's a bunker back there kind of on the same line and, and I didn't see it. And I, I hear him say, Hey, and I turn around and he's pointing at the hole and said, it's in the hall. And so it was kind of cool. It was fun to celebrate, yeah. but earlier in Club. the round, I hold out a uh, a shot on a par five from 62 yards as well um i've never okay. held out two <laughs> shots in a round like that before that is and, amazing and so i i was somebody asked me what's the you know what's the likelihood of holding out two shots like that and i looked it up on tour and there's 260,000 rounds of golf that i that i have from the pga tour when we have detailed enough data where i'd be able to tell you that and mm. there there's only been, I think it was 11 occasions. There's only been 11 times where somebody hold out two shots in the same round of 50 yards or more in the same round wow. out of 260,000 rounds. So, um, yeah, yeah. that was, it was pretty cool. It was a lot of fun, uh, but yeah, yeah um, that, let's, let's amazing. talk more about my game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just had to drop that
1: in, didn't you? I think you made a really good point going back to Rory when you mentioned context. And I think that's where this discussion with the 25 under does get so out of kilter with context. Is I mean, I'm looking at all the rounds. On the final day, and I might be wrong here, but I'm seeing one, two, three, four people shot over par. Everyone else was even or better on the final day, just to put it into context. So we're basically saying it's kind of a par 69, I imagine three under-ish was about par on that day for the final day. Um, you're know, you you're just starting from a group of players where the beginning score is loads better than people who are worried about the score is benchmarked at. Does that make sense? If, if we're starting at three under, but everyone else is, in your mind, you're starting at 72, well, we're 12 shots different come the end of four rounds, subject to conditions, aren't we? Which is where... 25 under turns into a realistic score for the people who want realistic scores i mean just change the par if it means that much to someone you should i always think they should have two they should have the par so whatever the course and tournament decide the par is and then they should have old moaning stiff collared stiffs par (laughs) (laughs)
0: there you go you know, I, I just think that, but we don't see that every week. Like we, we simply don't see 25 under winning every week. That's, that's not what happens. No. And I enjoy seeing different kinds of golf. So I enjoy seeing uh, golf on courses like this. And I also enjoy seeing them struggle at the US open and I love everything in between. Um, so I don't want my golf to always be the same kind of thing where it's a struggle and and they're all, you know, the winner is shooting eight under every week. And it's interesting because some of the folks that, um, You know, want to see rollbacks, at least some of the the ones I've talked to, they talk about they want a variety, right? They want a variety of shots, and golf is too Mm -hmm. one dimensional right now. They want a variety of shots, um, but they don't want a variety of event winners. Uh, They want everyone to finish, you know, five under to eight under. They don't want any shootouts at all. Um, And I think having variety where some courses are going to be easier than other courses, and we're going to have events like this. I think it's good. I think it's fun, um, and I like everything fair, in between.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So what does this mean for Rory Swing then? There was rumours that he's gone back to his draw, there were some uh, media outlets claiming that he's now not with Pete Cowan, even though Pete Cowan seemed to be interviewed, saying that he is still working with Pete Cowan. I I don't care who Rory's working with. I want him just to be happy who he's working with. Pete Cowan's a great coach. He's coached before in Michael, uh, Michael Bannon, I think it is, was a great coach, obviously, for Rory. Um, but what does this mean for Rory's swing? I think you read something earlier maybe where... Um, He's got to stop the chasing and searching is almost what he's pulled from this last win. He's got to just accept that he's got the weapons inside of him and get them out at the right occasions, maybe. But what are your thoughts on those statements?
0: Yeah, it's uh, good to see him kind of settle in. He's always so, um, he's always so honest. honest with us. Um, and you ask uh, Rory a question, and you're going to get a thoughtful and honest answer. And I think that's one of the reasons people like him so much. And, um, I know earlier in the year, he talked about, you know, chasing Bryson and trying yeah. to add speed and, and get longer. He was already extremely long, one of the longest in the game. And he, and he tried to get longer. Um, and, um, I don't remember exactly what he said, but he somewhat alluded to that, that, you know, it wasn't good for him to to do that. Yeah. He kind and of it, ran away from it, yeah, didn't
1: he? he kind it, of in a statement said that was a mistake. I was just playing, I should never have done that. And- ran away from it
0: yeah yeah so it's good to see him kind of settled in and comfortable he's he's a phenomenal player and and he's never been gone I mean players they all have an ebb and flow to their game and and even though he dropped out of the top 10 in the world ranking he still is a phenomenal player and capable of winning every single week he tees it up so I'm, I'm good i'm not enough of a swing doctor to comment on you know him going back to a draw um uh, and uh, i don't know the details of exactly what he was trying to do before but here's the swing doctor here what uh, what are your thoughts on him kind of making well, that swing reports. change yeah, yeah there were reports of
1: playing with shape you know calming the draw down maybe playing with a cut those kind of ideas and i think every golfer has to go through these discoveries and journeys to find out what's right. If you don't try cheese, you don't know if you like cheese. Does that make sense? You've got to try cheese. And then once you've tried cheese, there's like hundreds of them. So if you, if you want to keep getting better at what cheese you like, you might need to try five or six more and that you might not like any of them and realize you like the first one. It's a little bit like that. I, I think people look for, in coaching and coaches rights and wrongs the best coaches i know and i've always tried to be a little bit more this way with my students is it's a journey of discovery people used to say to me in lessons uh, i need to do this do i so i would say we should think about doing x y and z and they would say all right i need to do that do i and i would always say to them well i don't know you haven't done it yet once right. you do it, we'll be on a measure if it's worked. Um, to think that I have those answers for every individual person is not is to not understand coaching, uh, which you know, I don't blame the student for that. They're there to learn, but it's more. I always think that's interesting. Then it shows you how much trust they've got in you, and I think it's the same for Rory. He he has to go down these other alleyways. He has to go down these other roads to find out actually what he thinks and believes will work um and also you could argue a little bit that the statement about uh that you need to stop chasing and just go back to uh, what works for him that has been said after a win john ram said after a win that he needs to be angry to he win does. more it, yeah. it, it, <laughs> do you see what i mean it could be one of those statements Sometimes after a win, you get more microphones put in front of you. And as a sports person, as a player, you got to say something. It doesn't matter if it's right or wrong, you just got to say something so they go away. Like, get, I, if I don't say anything, that microphone will keep being stuck in my face. So, you know, he's saying that and believes that as we stand at the minute and only time will tell us if that actually is true or not. He could quite easily in two weeks time, three weeks time, beginning the next year, still be trying to hit his little draw and working on what he feels is comfortable and miss a cut because right. golf is just cruel that way. What I'm pleased for him obviously the win and i'm pleased that he feels like he has an answer and i hope that is the
0: answer but so like let me let me ask you, know- you this so there 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 was some talk about uh, rory and his shot shape um with the driver yeah. and kind of going back to uh his stock shape and it doesn't matter what it is because this is really about um the player or, or us amateur players right yeah. people like me people listening where do you stand on uh players and let's just talk about driver for now where do you stand um what's your opinion on what a player should do with the driver should they be looking to work the ball or should they hit a single shot shape
1: again it's so player specific that I mean uh, as a generalized rule you do have golfers that are are quite sided similar to like a forehand and a backhand at tennis so some people just like love their forehand and their backhand's okay or poor and the other way around they have a side it's not to do with being left-handed or right-handed anything like that they just see it in a certain way there are plenty of students I have taught that They want to draw the ball, you get them drawing the ball and they're just hopeless with it. You just watch them do it and you just think, I've given you that skill, but I'm not telling you to ever really plug it in. Like You can go and practice it and prove to me that you can plug that skill in and use it, but you look so comfortable fading it and you're so good at it. Why would we disrupt that? So again, it's so player specific. I, I just want something that repeats and the generalized rule. Again, it's a generalized rule what repeats for mo- most golfers is doing the same thing over and over again so it isn't sh- i don't know many players that shape both ways
0: yeah, with yeah. any
1: kind of skill certainly amateur golfers i don't know hardly any amateur and i'm talking from really good uh, amateurs who play national down to your average joe down to you know new amateur golfers I like to give them the tools like here's another spanner that you could use, and here's a hammer. Like you could choose to use them, but just use that really comfortable shape that you've got nine times out of ten, because we can see that works for you. Um, it's about getting it to work. So it's player specific. Generalized rule is people generally are a little bit sided, drawers or faders. You can change them, but it's rarer but i mean i've changed plenty who are serial cutters and they turn into gentle drawers and they become slightly better players and even if they don't become slightly better players they feel more comfortable that way but you do see patterns you do see people hitting shapes that are the worst golfers to teach the ones that are the hardest are the ones who can miss both ways shape wise so they'll hit a 20 yard hook and then they'll hit a 30 yard slice and i look at those golfers and always think mm, you know this this is a big job and you're going to come to me once every two weeks and you play once a week at best <laughs> you've got 40 yards of deviation in curvature between two bad shots someone who has a consistent bad shot or oh, people always say i always slice it it's really annoying i've got no consistency well you've just said you always slice it that is consistent it's consistently shaping in a direction that you either don't like or that sometimes you can't control i can shave those angles off i can shave that down it's the big two-way with jay they've generally got speed lots of speed big two-way misses as in You know, I don't mean like I've done um, we've done pods on it about missing left and right. I don't mean that. I mean, as in they hit one big hook and then one big slice. Um, They're the ones that I always think, yeah, it's always going to be an element of finger to the wind with your goal unless you give up work and like start again kind of stuff.
0: S- several years ago, I was playing with a good buddy of mine and I'm not, I'm going to leave his name out of this to protect the innocent. <laughs> and we were playing in an event and it was a par three and the wind was coming into us and, um, and it was a team event. So we're paired up together and he said, do you want me to hit my, my low stinger draw here? Or do you, it was a front right pin. So it was tucked way up front, yeah. right? So do you want me to hit my low stinger draw and, 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 you know, cut it through the wind? Uh, or do you want me to, you know, hit a, just a nice high fade and just, you know, really try to snug this one in there. And I'm like, dude, you're a night, you're a 19 handicap. I don't think you have either one of those shots. Let's just not hit four inches behind the ball on this one. Let's just like get it towards the green somehow, some way. So do, you know, and I hate to pick on, you know, cause I, I hit plenty of bad shots. So I hate to pick on anyone. Uh, But it's interesting to to hear a player at that skill level talk about trying to, you know, work the ball in such extreme ways. And, you know, it's something I've tested with a number of amateur players and I've yet to find a player that is as proficient um, working the ball against what I'll call their natural shape, but it's something I want to look into more. And I'm, I'm actually, I traded some messages today with somebody on this topic and and probably tonight or tomorrow, I'm going to put out on Twitter and I'm going to be, you know, looking to run another study where I'll ask for a bunch of volunteers that have, uh, launch personal launch monitors at home. So, um, like SkyTrack, you know, Mevo plus SkyTrack or better, um, and try to, you know, get, you know, a hundred people, 150 people to hit, you know, 30 shots stock and 30 shots going the other direction and, and really measure it and see what happens. I'm, I'm curious as to what the results are going to be. Uh, hopefully I can get a pretty large sample to give me a, a really good idea. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, that would be
1: interesting. So look out for that on Lou's um, Twitter account. I mean, the biggest thing I remember teaching constantly full- time is that I would use big curvature changes to calm people down that was the biggest skill so you know someone hitting a big cut that they can't control you try and get them hitting big hooks and they get the odd one but generally it turns their big cut into a straighter shot or a more neutral little uh, fade kind of controlled thing and it, it's it, it you would use big curvature the other way often to try and just yeah, bring yeah. them back to the middle because I always would say to students there's a middle, and then there's a left side of the middle, there's a right side of the middle, and a left side of the middle. Okay. And I would say, you're over here, like way on the left. So for you to go to the middle is a big journey. You have to, I have to use big words, big cut, or big draw, or ball way back, and big turn of your hands and your shoulder, like big words. If you take someone like me and, and other golfers who are more, nearer the middle, they're neutral you're using little words you're using just feel a little turn it. Just, just tweak you know you're using little words so i would often use the big curvature words the other way not to actually get them to hit that shot like preferably i wanted them to hit that shot the shirt show- to move the needle to the other side so they had both sides of the story right. but generally you would use it to move them back somewhere to the middle ground i would often find um and it was hard because people don't like big shifts in their feelings that was always the thing but some people just have to have big shifts in their feelings um so with rory hopefully he has found his shape and hopefully he has found his mojo and off we go and let's get some more majors going because that's what yeah, people want
0: from yeah i would awesome. love to but, see him you know I, i'd love to see him win at augusta next year um, yeah just we all get, want get, that, get the we? get the monkey off the back but yeah you know we've seen some images of tiger out there and people are starting to get, get, get excited and Um, (laughs) I would, the April is still six months away. And so he has six more months to recover and get ready. And I I don't remember exactly what the, what the, uh, what was said, but, uh, he has a return date in mind and the goal is to get back. It was something along those lines. So, um, I think we all go go to Augusta and as much as I'd love to see Rory win at Augusta boy, if tiger comes back, if tiger comes back and wins, um, he would top what he did in 2019 um and i would never bet against the guy he's he's incredible so i hear you sorry rory would
1: be crazy (laughs) yeah sorry next time bro um and let's finish on ricky then ricky fowler obviously great to see ricky back is this the turn for ricky i saw an interview with him where he said he's been working on a few things and it's been hard it's you know golf is up and down and even though he said he was even though he believed he was always had the game and he returned to his form, there is always a part of his mind he was saying that, you know, will this come back? Like, will I get back? And hopefully, a tied third of a respectable twenty-two under, so only three shots off Rory, um, who was winning. Obviously, is the key for him to find that confidence or whatever he needs to get back. Wouldn't I mean? Golf wants him back, doesn't it?
0: Oh yeah, golf absolutely wants him back. But yeah, you're right. It it has to be. You you wondered there when somebody goes into a slump like that, you know, are they going to be able to come back? We've seen players like that in the past who've lost it Mm. for whatever reason uh, and we're at a a pretty high level. And and I I don't want to pick anyone out and and pick on anyone, but, you know, was Ricky headed to that? He had a, you know, he did not have a great year last year um, and um, he only had one top 10 last year which that is just pretty on the like
1: ranking at the moment. Uh, What is he like 82nd?
0: I think he's down to 82, but he was kind of free falling there after last season. Uh, He was definitely plummeting. I think he's up to, he's 82 right now. So um, he's had a a tough couple of years. Um, It's, it was great to see him back at the top and, um, hopefully that's an indication of what he's going to continue to do go forward. He, he's just so much fun to watch. And he's a another guy that it's in, impossible to root against. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent.
1: There you go. Rory's. When I always think where distance is a problem for everyone, I always think Rory winning is good for everybody. Lou, but don't you think it's, it's almost, good for it's, golf? It's like the flip side as distance is a problem to everyone. It's the opposite almost, isn't it?
0: yeah R- rory is the ambassador that golf needs without Absolutely. a doubt yeah
1: welcome back rory not that you ever went there you go thanks for listening everybody rory's back and lose at all in one so expect to hear that story in every podcast going forward so if you do need to ever make a <laughs> cup of tea or listen to our podcast whenever lou mentions this is all in one you know you've got two and a half minutes to make that cup of tea and get back to the good stuff
0: yeah, well, that was my, that was my third one. So we'll have to discuss the other two on future podcasts. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we will. I I'm finally sure tied will. you because you had three, you have three, right? I think I have three. Yeah. That's the crazy part. Like I asked you that earlier and, and you said, I think I have three. I'm like, how do you not like, how do you not? I think know I that? had
1: two. I said, I forgot one. Oh, yeah. Them. I have. Yeah.
0: It's, I've got, I think I've got three.
1: If I, uh, I'll see, one might come out that I remember, but I'm pretty sure it's
0: three. I saw the one you had at Tory because you had that on video. Tory. Tory yeah. Pines, which was, you had a, that was a long one too. That was over 200, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, that was about two, I don't know what it was, 210, 214, hybrid one pitch in perfect shop, 16 tory pie I don't like to talk about it though i yeah. don't
0: like to talk about it yeah you got a video with a million views on it though <laughs> i wish i had no, mine on video
1: i hate that it's i hate that video it's so
0: embarrassing
1: it's really so, i hate it yeah it's just i hate i just don't like to talk about it i don't like to talk, i'm humbled oh usually. man
0: if i had a video of any one <laughs> of my aces i would i would be I would be pumping that video like every morning. I'd have a scheduled tweet that sends out the link to that video.
1: Here is my holy one again.
0: Again. Absolutely.
1: There we go. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you enjoyed the podcast, make sure you hit those reviews up, hit the likes. As always, give us some stars and we will see you in the
0: next episode.